Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Listen to Budweiser's weekday sports beat live or on demand with our free WSBT radio app. Just search WSBT radio in the App Store and Google Play. Now, back to local sports talk on Sports Beat with your host, Darren Pritchett. It is 6:30 on this Wednesday evening. Welcome back to Sports Beat on 960 AM WSBT. Joining me is a Mishawaka High School alum. A big member of the Mishawaka Cayman baseball team that had that great 2019 run to semi-state before getting upended by Hamilton Southeastern 4-2. A, a seventh inning where the Cayman almost roared back to steal that victory. But Grant is now a member of the Valparaiso University baseball team. He is a junior right-hander wearing number 34, and he joins me here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Grant, it's Darren Pritchett. A pleasure to talk to you this evening. How are you? I'm good, Darren. I'm good. Thanks for uh, having me on. You bet. You greatly appreciate your time. The Cayman baseball team, they're having a great season right now. Just one loss on the campaign, and you went through that Mishawaka Cave and Baseball program, program. I can tell you right now, your manager, John Hemmer, is the leader of your fan club. He always speaks so highly of you. When you think back about your time at Mishawaka High School, what are a couple of memories or big games or big moments that stand out to you right away? Uh, the first one off the top of my head is definitely uh, the, the Penn, Penn football game uh, senior year. Um, I think a lot of people would agree with that. Um, that one was super fun. Um, felt good to finally finally be on the, the other end of one of those against Penn. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then baseball, um, I, I would have to say that whole um, uh, state run, uh, sectional run uh, senior year. Yeah. What did Coach Hammer and that coaching staff mean to you and your development as a baseball player at Mishawaka High School? Uh, I mean, the biggest takeaway for me was you kind of uh, you kind of let us, just kind of let us play. We were uh, um, an old team. Uh, my senior year, similar to the team now, and teams like that kind of kind of run themselves. And um, he kind of gave us the freedom to to kind of um, control the team how we wanted to, and it ended up working out um, pretty well. Grant Coach Hammer told me about how during that run to semi-state that you got the team growing mustaches. So I don't know how many guys at the high school level can grow a really good mustache, but what gave you the idea to go with the mustache? And I would assume yours had to be one of the best since you came up with the idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Pe- people liked it, and I remember we were winning. Um, so I kind of just, just stuck, uh, stuck with it. Do you know Coach Hammer still does it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have seen some pictures, and he, I, I see he still has it. So how many of the guys had to maybe borrow a Sharpie to add a little something to the uh, the hair on the upper lip? <laughs> Most. Uh, 
I believe I believe it was pretty much just uh, me and Donovan Snyder. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grant Jablonski is my guest, former Mishawaka Caveman baseball player, and now pitches for Valparaiso. How old were you when you thought about that you might be able to be a college baseball player, a pitcher that could play at the Division One level? Uh, I kind of had like a, a little bit of a different path than most. Um, really wanted to um, junior year was kind of why I thought um, it was something I could do. I remember I went on some, some small visits, um, just like local colleges, and um, got to senior year, and there still wasn't um, still wasn't much available, nothing I really um, loved. So I think I think it was um, about middle of the summer I was actually enrolled um, at Purdue University um, just be a student there mm -hmm. and then uh, played in um, the Indiana All-Star game um, and that's when uh, Coach Max saw me for the first time and then uh, talked to me after the game and then later gave me the offer to come play about a week later. Mm -hmm. Outstanding. Grant Jablonski, my guest here on WSBT Radio. There's a lot of high school players or maybe even younger players that want to play baseball in college, maybe not necessarily at the Division One level, just any level of baseball. What are your suggestions? Because there are so many different paths. You talked about yours. Other individuals get seen in travel ball, going to various tournaments across the country. Some people get noticed in high school baseball. What is your best piece of advice for young players and how they can almost get themselves out there to be seen by college coaches? Yeah, so it seems like um, in, in today's recruiting world, um, you know, a lot of people get um, pulled into like the, the showcases and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But I think um, if I could go back and do it again, I think it's just choosing, choosing the right tournaments. And um, yeah, it kind of has to switch your, switch your mindset of, like assuming that coaches are going to come see you, kind of, kind of just have to place yourself where coaches will be, um, and hopefully by chance, even if they're not there for you, um, maybe they'll they'll be there for someone you're playing, and then um, you can do something good to get noticed. Um, if I could go back, I definitely would have would have just gone to like the Grand Park tournaments because there's there's so much good talent there. Um, there's so many games going on that there's there's so many coaches there um, for all tournaments, and it's really just. Picking, picking the right spots, um, not wasting time at tournaments where, um, you know, there really won't be many coaches there. That is a great piece of advice. I've heard so many individuals give our players advice. Just go to Grand Park. You don't need to travel here, there, or everywhere. Grand Park down in Indianapolis, there are coaches at all those tournaments and so many individuals get noticed in those particular tournaments. Do you suggest some of these players that maybe are in high school to send video and information to coaches? Should you be proactive and trying to get your name out there in front of coaches? Yeah, that definitely helps. Um, I don't think it can hurt at all to send out emails, um, send out videos and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think I think the biggest thing is just, just showing up where, where coaches will be. Hmm. 
Grant, so tell me about your experiences at Valparaiso. Just from the standpoint of being a right-handed pitcher, once you got to Valpo or during your three years being a part of the baseball team, have they tried to tweak anything in your delivery? Have they tried to change your pitch arsenal? Has much changed with Grant Jablonski from the guy that was pitching at Baker Park? Um, no, not too much. Um, small, small mechanical things. Uh, a lot of pitch design has changed in high school. I was uh, pretty reliant on on twelve six curveball. Now I'm throwing. I still throw it, but throw a lot more sliders. Um, but yeah, pretty much uh, like mechanically hasn't hasn't changed much. So what is your routine right now? You've got the midweek games that are non-conference games, and then you have conference games on the weekend. Kind of give us an idea of what you try to do. Bullpens, do you have an idea when you're going to pitch in, in some of the bigger games? Um, it's it's kind of difficult for me because I've been um, – I've kind of had a weird role of like long relief slash closer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm pretty much uh, hot for every game it seems like um but like basically for a normal week um <clears throat> usually uh, we'll just throw throw monday um not lift or anything to be fresh for the for the midweek tuesday um if it's one of those things where you throw on tuesday um wednesday will then become a, a workout day lift um light catch um if you don't throw in the in the midweek game then uh, wednesday would become a bullpen mm-hmm bullpen or a live day to get right to the weekend. Um, they still still lift Wednesday and then um, practice and just play catch Thursday and then games games Friday through uh, Sunday. Hmm. Grant Jablonski, my guest, former Mishawaka Cayman baseball player, now right-handed pitcher for Valparaiso University. So many people say you can pitch in the first inning, fifth inning, eighth inning, but it's always different in the ninth inning as a closer, getting the final three outs. Do you think it's more difficult? Do you have a different mindset when you're the closer compared to being in middle relief? Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all situational. Um, you know, middle relief is, is definitely less stressful. Um, but, it's, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where you know you're, you need to go out there and you need to give give three or four good innings. Um, and it's, you know, you do have some leeway to give up a run or two and still be okay. Whereas uh, a lot of times in a closed situation, um, you know, depending on how the game's gone, it's, you know, you can't, can't give up a run or the game's game's done and that's when it gets stressful, but that's also when it's fun. But that's gotta be an adrenaline rush when you're coming in for those final three outs. I don't know. Can it get any better than that closing out a game? I don't know. I, I think it's it's definitely the biggest thrill. Um, I think it's the most uh, fulfilling job in the, in different pitching roles. Um, just because you know it feels like it's all coming down to you, and you you know you feel like you can you know that you credit the starter you know for the first for throwing a good you know six or seven innings, but at the end of the game it's like it all comes down to you, and it's kind of the it's a rewarding job to you know be able to clean clean up games. I see, Grant, that your matchup with Western Michigan got postponed last night. And according to a schedule I see, you're going to play against the Broncos on May the 9th next Tuesday. And there is a former 
Mishawaka Caveman baseball player on that particular team, Ryan Watt. I assume you guys have played a lot of baseball games together. Do you guys stay in touch at all? Yeah, a little bit. Um, Yeah, I think we played played Western Michigan in a fall game earlier this year, and that was was Ryan Watt's first um, live appearance uh, since Tommy John, so it was was good to see him uh, back out playing the games again. And Grant, I tell you what, I grew up in central Illinois watching Missouri Valley basketball. It's as competitive as any conference in America. Tell me about Missouri Valley Conference baseball, just how much of a challenge it is to take on Valley teams week in and week out. Yeah, the Valley team, the Valley Conference is a super competitive conference. I think it's even more competitive now um, with COVID and, um, you know, I think uh, the ability for guys to have a, a, essentially a free transfer now has allowed a lot of um, like power five back transfers to join um, different Valley schools. And um, so like it's, it's the conference is really tight right now too. Um, you know, in years past it's, it's, it gets pretty separated pretty quick. And this year it's, it's super tight. Um, like Missouri state's super good this year. Um, Indiana State's always good. I think they're yeah. Uh, they were at one point top twenty-five. Um, I don't know what they are now, but they're they're solid every year. But um, I think this year there's a chance that, that anyone could really win it. Um, I just think it's it's going to be super competitive um, come conference time. Grant, final question for you. I was at X Stadium last year for a Valpo Notre Dame game. My son and I went and. If I remember correctly, you pitched two scoreless innings uh, against the Fighting Irish. What is it like to come back home to Mishawaka, even though you're not that far away in Valpo, and take on this Notre Dame team as a Mishawaka kid? Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, just being a kid, you know, I really wanted to go there. Um, it was cool to you know really to grow up uh, watching Notre Dame football. Never really got so many baseball games just because. Um, the high school baseball is going on and they usually are, are uh, traveling um, when it's cold anyways, but it, it is super cool to to be able to play at home, um, have my family come, uh, friends come and, and to play against a school that I've um, admired for a while. Well, Grant, congratulations on your success and you're a big part of the revitalize, the revitalizing of that Mishawaka baseball program a few years ago, making that great run, and now this team is having great success. So keep it going there at Valparaiso. We'll continue to follow you, and I thank you so much for joining me tonight. Thanks for having me on, Darren. You bet you. Thank you. Grant Jablonski, Mishawaka caveman, now right-handed pitcher at Valparaiso University. 644 at WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 